All right, boys, we ready? Yep, all set. Marcus, is your mic plugged in and turned on? Yes, my mic is on. Tyler, what are the odds that you're actually in studio for this one? 80-20. 80-20, you're here, or 80-20, you're on the road? Don't worry about it. Play the intro! Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette. And Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. U.S. Minster. North Van. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Because Manko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Welcome, everybody, to episode 99, the Gretzky episode. Aaron Judge. Or as Alex says, the Aaron Judge episode. Who? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're not a baseball podcast over here, but uh, I am your host, Tyler Erlinson, and I am joined, as always, by my excellent co-hosts, Alex Smith. Yeah. Did you just fucking break your mic? <laughs> he did. He broke no his way. microphone. He got so excited that he called his name first. Unreal. And he broke the microphone. Hang on. I'm gonna, it's <laughs> under the desk. Whatever yeah. just flew off. Oh, it's just the spring. Oh, it's just, the, spring. <laughs> just yeah. the thing holding it together. I play with this whole episode. Oh, fuck. It's just like... He just ripped it right off. No, How is that on. even staying? Oh, there's two. Yeah, it just hooks on. There's one on the other side. On. Yeah. Oh, my Bam. God. Back to normal. Sorry, I was just being excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is here, everyone. What a nightmare. Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? And Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Oh wow, what a what an intense start to the podcast. I mean, we got a we got a lot of hockey talk, but uh before yeah. we, we jump into that, let's hit up my segment. <laughs> yeah. What a Somebody's fun way. Got to, yeah. We gotta figure out a way to <laughs> yeah. swing yeah. somebody Help them out. Yeah. yeah. First things first, let me continue to talk. <laughs> it's Tyler's surprise! Moneyline! Oh yeah. Brought to you by Betstamp. By using the Betstamp app, you can line shop across all sports books to ensure you're finding the best value available on your wagers. BetStamp allows you to track verified bets across all major sports books. This allows you to keep track of different accounts and build a more credible record. On BetStamp, you're able to follow other BetStamp users to be instantly notified when they are tracking picks. Following winning users is a great way to find new bets. You can download the BetStamp app or sign in online. And if you're new, you can sign up with promo code VANCOUVERBOYS to help support the show. And remember, make sure to follow all gambling regulations in your area. Tyler's surprise money line. Money line. Money line. Okay, now you, you got some you got some big competition here because in your absence last week, Alex took I over. Know. That's what I heard. He made was it five picks that you made? I made five, five bets. And, and he went five for five. five. All five in, hit. In Alex's gambling corner. That's God right. Damn. Sponsored yeah. by Best Band. So if you made any money last weekend, you made more than Alex did because he didn't yeah, actually didn't bet, bet on any of them. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. <laughs> well, hey, unlike unlike Alex, when you bet with me, we win together and we lose. <laughs> <laughs> and lately, we've been doing mediocre, but but losing a bet. So 
That is the Tyler Erlinson guarantee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I will guarantee you to probably lose some money in your day of gambling. But it's not going to be my fault because you shouldn't be listening to me in the first place. You know what he was telling me before we started the podcast? What's that? Last baseball season, <laughs> this guy gambled on every single Yankees game. Every single How many games one. are there That's in a baseball gross. season? And I bet the Yankees to win every <laughs> single game. Ew. How many games are there in a baseball 162. season? Holy shit, dude. It's a good thing the Yankees were a damn good team last year. <laughs> uh, they went on a little stretch where they kept losing game after game, which scared the hell out of me, but you know, they they picked it up. Well, so Did you see the guy that bet on every single underdog in uh, March yeah. Madness? Yeah. And he, he came out with like 100%. a decent yeah. bit. Yeah. Did he really? That's, oh, there that's the so way to go. Underdog hits? I know there were a lot, but especially I didn't think in the actually make money, especially oh, in the he women's bet every game. Every game. Yeah, he put a hundred on every game. There's so many uh, upsets. Yeah. All right, we got some bangers yeah, for you guys. The... Also, absolute if you're, bangers. If, if you're using Betstamp, make sure to use code Vancouver Boys when you sign up. We yes. don't. We don't mention that. So we no, no. I, we, I think we, it says it in the intro, but like does, we but don't yeah, usually yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah. When you make your account. Choose Vancouver Boys as your. It's like a yeah. guest sign up thing. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're not going with a whole lot of favorites here. Ooh. We're taking the New Jersey Devils over the Boston Bruins. Ooh, wow. I don't. I don't hate that. Actually, no. yeah. I no, I keep. I, for, I keep that forgetting either. that the Devils are good now. And, and I'm Boston stuck in, locked up first place, so we don't. Yeah. We don't. We don't hate that at all. This this game though. The Winnipeg Jets against the Nashville Predators. Ooh, that's a and, big game. And these games are for Saturday, April 8th, just so you guys know, so you guys can bet on them because we release on Friday. I am taking the Winnipeg that's Jets. You bitch. <laughs> Why? I really had to think about that one, honestly. Yeah, I bet. But this is a tight wild card race, too. Like, both teams basically need that game. Exactly. But I think the Winnipeg Jets are going to prevail. Nikolai Ehlers will score a goal in that game. So if anyone Ooh. wants to, to add that to the thing, check out Nikolai Ehlers. No chance. And then the Anaheim Ducks and the Arizona Coyotes. Oh, An absolute bottom bad. feeder game. <laughs> but I'm going to take the over in that game and the Arizona Coyotes to win. And so that, that's what we're getting this year. Okay. That's what we're getting. You guys take it or leave it. Not my fault if you lose money. Know your limit. Stay within it. <laughs> that's not the tagline. I don't, think, I don't think you can even say that. Like, yeah, that might be copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at that. We're getting sued. Yeah, BCLC. you imagine getting sued by BCLC because we're also trying to make people gamble responsibly? Yeah. They're like, no, no, that's our thing. That's yeah. our thing. You can't do that. Sorry. Gamble irresponsibly. (laughs) Don't know your limit and don't stay within it. Do whatever Tyler does and bet more than you're willing to lose. Remortgage your home. (laughs) A friend friend once told me, if you you bet, you're guaranteed to lose 100%. But if, <laughs> this friend, was this friend really drunk? Yeah. What's the bet? Give me a hundred bucks. Okay, <laughs> I bet you a hundred bucks. You won't give me a hundred bucks right now. The exact quote was: "There's a good chance you lose a hundred percent, but there's a another chance that you win a thousand percent." So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a fact. Yeah, my friend was probably hammered at the time. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah or if like, I had to bet on it. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah, there Classic. we go. That, that's the gambling corner this week. So, Classic. Uh, yeah, with with that being said, we'll we'll throw it over to something you probably shouldn't gamble on, and that is the <laughs> Vancouver Canucks, because God only knows what's going to happen there. Yeah, you don't really know what team you're going to get, do you? Not at, at any all. given time they step on the ice. Yeah, their most recent game was against the Seattle Kraken, where they scored two goals right off the hop. I thought they were going to win, and then allowed five unanswered. And they didn't, In, including an empty netter. But really, really boring, sad game. I was at that one. Just the crowd was dead silent the whole time. You could just tell the team didn't really care. Like, they weren't into the game. But fair enough. You know, they're mathematically eliminated. That's new since last episode, by the way. They're mathematically eliminated now. They don't have anything to play for. Mentally, they're on a beach somewhere. They're back in their home countries, Mm -hmm. which for 80% of them is Russia. Yeah, mostly Russia. Yeah. What are you writing down over there? I've just just never seen you aggressively take notes like this during (laughs) Canucks news. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's more boozers news, but okay. we're uh, boozers news. Yeah, we're we're getting the team finalized here for our beer league hockey, so okay. I'm just multitasking. You know, if anyone out there wants to play Div Eight, uh, reach out at Vancouver Boys Hockey at Gmail or no, that's, that's the old, oh, that's the old one. If you want yeah. us to ignore you, yeah, we don't actually <laughs> want you to play. Yeah, yeah. I for, yeah, is just, it? We should hold tryouts. Oh, tryouts? Yeah. I do <laughs> that. Jealous. Listener tryouts. Yeah, one spot left. Sorry, Marcus. We're gonna have to cut you. <laughs> yeah. so Marcus can try. W- wouldn't bl- hey, hey! I've learned how to stop for you guys. That is he true. Did. That is yeah. true. I Marcus can stop can now. Stop. Only on one side, though. I can only stop with my. That's all you need. Le- with my left skate facing outward. Hey, that's all right. Yeah, it's gonna be so funny because Marcus's centerman plays high level hockey, and Marcus has never played hockey. So they're going to be the greatest duo of all time. That is going to be a fun this one. This will be interesting. Yeah, a guy on the other wing, who needs him? Yeah. <laughs> we don't even... We'll, we'll just come out for five on four. So. <laughs> this, this year, it's not going to be Jake, but next year, maybe. We'll see. Or the year after, maybe. It might be me. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, maybe. All right, well, before we lose everyone by talking about our beer league team that they don't want to try out for... <laughs> this, this <laughs> might. When we start, we have to have like a weekly update. On like oh, the games. Uh, all right. Yeah. But we got to keep it short. Though, well, yeah, no one cares. About we're keeping it. track of the record on here. So no, we'll, you guys we'll, put right. up, we'll put up like a story on our Instagram. If you want to hear about the boozers. No, updates. we're making a team Instagram page. Oh, oh, we are. Okay. I don't know. That's what I've seen other people do that. We need That's a, funny. we need an MVP sure. thing. Like oh, a yeah. WWE like a construction like helmet. Oh yeah. Like a heart. Did you just yeah. say construction helmet? Yeah. There's so, so many It's called things. a hard hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Sorry. Like, tell me you've never worked in trades. I've like never worked in trades. And it's got to be a bright pink one. <laughs> you you got to cut this out because oh. your family listens to this. All right. Classic. <laughs> Too bad that part got cut out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No one will ever know what the hell we were <laughs> yeah. just talking about. Yeah. But I would love to hear people guess what Alex's team used. Yeah, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? No, you guys, you guys. Let us know what you think Alex's team used to use as like a no. <laughs> an MVP an MVP award. Watch them all guess be. correctly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, all right, right. Ba- back to the Canucks news. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> um, uh, so I was just saying how oh, the Canucks were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, and so I can get why the players have checked out. But get this: the Canucks have now made the playoffs two times in the last decade. Let's go. <laughs> They're on the rise. Well, here you might think that, but here's the thing. One of those times they made the playoffs was 2015. Mm-hmm. 
The other time was in the COVID shortened season where they only made it in because of the play-in round. Yeah, but they killed it. it. It wasn't the shortened season. It was the bubble season, the bubble playoffs. Right, which was shortened. Yeah. Was they had to shut down yeah, the? They yeah. stopped it. That's early. why they did the play-in round. Yeah. Well, the next season was shortened too. That's why I was confused. Oh, technically, you know what? You're right. They were both short. They were yeah. both short. But I meant the first one where there was right. the play-in. The non-Canadian division. Yeah. I just call it the bubble season because that's the way I look at it, right? Because it ended with the bubble. Right, but the other one was played entirely in a bubble. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Wah, how, wah, wah. how do you differentiate between I think the you two go seasons? COVID season, first season, then bubble season, second season. You should call the second season the bubble yeah. season. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, however you want to call it, that's yeah. when it happened. And, yeah. and it's frustrating because this also marks the... <laughs> this baby's been brewing <laughs> for a while. What just happened? <laughs> Why are we having so much trouble staying on track in this episode? What what happened there? There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> Do you want a different one? Nope, that was good. Oh. Okay, so what? Ha- you cracked a beer and what happened? It tastes <laughs> Very good. He found it in the back of his fridge. <laughs> I'm like, Jake, grab me a beer from the fridge. She comes up with this one. I've had this since the day I moved in here. So that's like three-year-old beer. Uh, yep. Probably. Does beer expire? Uh, it gets no, better. It's good. <laughs> it just like wine. Yeah, it gets better with age. <laughs> is this a flavored beer? <laughs> nope. It, it is now. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Mm. Mold. Dude. <laughs> There were no other beers in the fridge, though. That's fair. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Back right. on. Jesus. I'm, I'm trying to get mad at the Canucks over here. Okay, Stop making sorry, me laugh. Right, yeah. Okay. So this season marks 10 years since Trevor Linden and Jim Benning came out stating that they were going to retool on the fly. That is exactly one decade ago. Mm-hmm. They've made the playoffs twice in that period. Once was the season after they came out and said that. The next one was halfway through. Every other year they've missed the playoffs. I have a question. I have many questions, but I'll I'll try to answer yours. Over the last 10 years, would you rather be a Vancouver Canucks fan or a Buffalo Sabres fan? Oh, Oh, that is, you know what? Really good question. Fantastic question. (laughs) Because and I know, first of all, a lot of people listening are going to say, "Oh, Buffalo Sabers," because they have Tage Thompson. They're they're on their way up, right? And they have Devin Levi. Guys, mm. nuts. But they've also they've been in a similar position to the Canucks, where they've kind of had good talents, but never been able to build a good team around them. Mm-hmm. And then now that they've shipped that talent out, now they're kind of building a new team, and they have new talents coming up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looked really bleak for them for a really long time. What if we like merge teams because Buffalo always starts the season really hot and then they fall off a cliff and the Canucks fall off a cliff and then climb back up. So if we had like the Buffalo's yeah. first half and the Canucks second half, we might be in first. Yeah, you might have a wild card team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Christmas time area. Where yeah. Both teams struggle. Exactly. Yeah, they're both dead last. Yeah. No, I, I don't even know how to answer that. Yeah. Because I, I think what I would say is if I was a Sabres fan right now, I would have a lot more hope for the future than I do with the Canucks. Mm. But at the same time, for a long time with them, it didn't look like they were going to have one. It looked like they were destined to just be in this cycle of terribleness, bad contracts, terrible or picks that didn't work out. Yeah. But 
Yeah, who knows? Anyway, I don't know. I just this, thought like they've had a good question. Okay, yeah. speaking of good questions, this is a little bit off topic, but we got asked a really good question last episode. Did you guys listen to Ooh. it at all? Uh, no. Yes, I did listen to the episode. I think I know where you're going with this. The Go Hughes ahead. question? Yeah, it was which one's going to win an individual award yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. It was a yeah. really good question that we got off of your live, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 it came from the live inbox. Yeah, it was a good one. I honestly think Quinn Hughes should win an individual award this year. It's kind of a bit of a hot take, but... You think I, he should get the Norris? I think he should get the Norris. He's not far behind in points, and one of them was like a plus 16 the other day, and the other one's a minus 100. Yeah. And I think defense should play at least a little bit of a factor into it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Carlson's points are nuts, but Quinn Hughes's points are, are pretty nuts too. Yeah. I think I could see him getting some of them, like... Uh, nominations but i don't think he'll win it no i don't think he will either but i think he probably should or at least it should be a closer race than it really is yeah and i think the thing for the argument for jack hughes is that it's just more competition oh, like yeah. i think yeah. i think quinn hughes is higher on the chart of top defensemen in the nhl than jack hughes is of top forwards yeah that's so what you're saying there's just yeah. so many damn snipers out there yeah and exactly. and that's his best shot is probably well either the mvp or the rocket yeah like he's not gonna no one's gonna beat mcdavid in points no. it's unless he dies yeah and even hey if, if this season is a testament to anything apparently Connor mcdavid's gonna score a whole bunch of goals too yeah so yeah you never know right Th- there was so a, is david Pasternak. yeah there was another question you guys got last week or topic you guys went over last week that i think maybe this is an opportunity for tyler and i to weigh in okay and it was on the topic of john garrett's retirement Yes, that's right. That was kind of announced right before last week's episode. Yeah. And yeah, I know you did want to speak on that a little bit. Yeah, and it sucks because obviously I was here for the last half of the last episode, so that probably would have been a better time for me to talk about it. Yeah. But whatever. It's Canucks news now. I might as well talk about it. Um, in the past, I've been pretty uh, critical of John Garrett, and um, I've never really given him the praise that I think he deserves. Um, you know, he's been a, a fantastic color commentator for Canucks fans. He's extraordinarily biased. And and <laughs> he is, but you know what? Yeah, no, 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 you're not wrong. Right, color commentators—they're there for they're their supposed fans. To be. They're supposed yeah. to be biased, right? Yeah. Jack Edwards takes it to a whole nother place, but he's also a play-by-play guy. Anyway, not going to go down that road. Right. However, I think that this is John Garrett's time. I don't think that he is leaving too early. I don't think that he's let it drag out too late. I think this is a perfect time for him to step away. And I think that him getting kind of a, a warm reception or, or, or into his retirement and and continue working in whatever capacity he will be is good for him mm. um and i think it's super exciting to take a look at the huge roster of people that the canucks have at their disposal to replace garrett while still keeping him involved in some capacity yeah um, I, I can agree with that yeah. and the one person that i really wanted you guys to bring up last week that you didn't which i'll, I'll bring up now is Shane O'Brien. I think Shane O'Brien. Shane O'Brien. Uh, okay, Jesus, guys, dude. seriously, he's O'Brien. so funny. I think he'd do such a good job of color commentating, but I know he's not going to get the spot. Yeah, I, th- I don't know if he has enough actual broadcasting experience. No, he doesn't. He right? doesn't. Like, we know better than anyone. There's such a big difference between being on a podcast and broadcasting. Mm-hmm. What, about None Ryan, of us- what about Ryan Lepper? Yeah, right. uh, yeah, he'll get my vote. Yeah, sure. let's get Ryan Lepper. <laughs> I'll vote for Ryan Lepper. Yeah. Give it to him. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I still think Ray Ferraro is the best option to take over. But that's, again, if, if you want to hear more about that, listen to the last episode. We, we yeah. kind of went over that already. There's one thing that I want to hear uh, that you brought up before we started that you were going to talk about. And I'm hoping I'm not jumping anything. But you said that the Brock Besser-Pittsburgh trade uh, details came out, right? So JT Miller. 
Oh, sorry, sorry, JT Miller. Yeah, I, I was gonna get into that. So yeah. we, we we can jump into that now. So yes, there were some uh, more details leaked just this week about a potential JT Miller trade to Pittsburgh. So everyone knew this was a big rumor around the deadline and then it, it never happened. It turns out the package was maybe more than we thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So the, everyone knew there was a first and maybe some other pieces involved from Pittsburgh's end going to Vancouver. I was personally of the mindset that we should have taken that deal. And uh, obviously they didn't. There were two other pieces on top of a first round pick that were in this deal. I'll let you guys take a guess or two at what they were. Were they, okay, were they off the roster? Because if they're in the minors, there's no chance. One, one is a draft pick and one is off their roster. I, I don't feel like I can answer this. So it's a first plus why Do you already know? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would guess it's a second and... I think they have uh, the guy named Pierre Oliver, whatever. Is it was not Pierre Oliver, whatever. Oh, okay. I also don't know who you're uh, referring to. I'm going to go it's with Pierre Ro- Joseph. Oh, okay. who you're thinking of, I think. No, okay. The defenseman? Yeah. Yeah, it's Joseph. But I'm going to no. go with Rust and a fourth. I don't think it was you, a forward. You, you're, clo- you're maybe closer with the player, but you were further off with the draft. Was player. it a forward? Can I guess? <laughs> uh, Tyler, Ooh. why don't you go ahead? So, was it a forward or a D? It was a forward, and I'm pretty sure it was Zucker. It was. Uh, Ooh. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was another first, was it not? It was. Holy what? They offered us two firsts and Jason Zucker, and they turned it down. What? Because the Canucks, <laughs> oh. couldn't, because the Canucks couldn't find somewhere to send Zucker. Yeah, that was the thing. Was they would have to Why just send him somewhere else. Why would we not keep him? Uh, well, probably a cap thing. He's on the last year of his contract. And this year's actually, yeah, this year good. is the final season. It would have expired this summer. He's been playing with Gino. He's been playing pretty good. How, how much money do you think he makes, by the way? Uh, five million. Yep, five point one. Yeah. Holy! And they they turn, turn that it down. down. Two firsts and a oh contract completely off the books by this summer, plus no JT Miller contract, and two firsts, and they they turned it down. Were the picks restricted? No. Well, it, it, they might have been this year, but like. It would be very uncommon for them to be forever protected. Yeah, they would have been protected this yeah. year, they, they and if not, one, it would have slipped to next year. Well, also, were they a team on the? Oh, they well, would, wow. But also, they would have been like a twenty. Were they a twenty-three and a twenty-four first, or did they not? Pittsburgh is currently. It was, it was this year and next year's. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. they're they're but they on wouldn't the have brinks been, of the playoffs. Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't have been able wow. to fall far enough to to make it actually. But there's a chance that next year it could have. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's insane. Yeah. No, I know. It's I. Oh, that hurts my brain. You want to rethink that Buffalo question now? Oh, wow. Like, th- that's the type of thing where for Canucks fans, it's like, you know what? No matter how good this team might look on paper, that's who's running it is someone who's going to turn okay, down well, that deal. Well, hold on. Let's let's slow down a tiny bit here. Okay. Because you mentioned that the way that these contracts break down, the Canucks do still have time in the offseason to move JT Miller. They have yes. between the end of the playoffs and July 1st. They have basically two weeks. But what, what team's going to offer At the two? draft. No. Be, wait, when is the... The, the draft is later, isn't no, it? No, the draft is before free agency. Oh, is it? Yeah. The then, draft yeah, is so they, like they the can 20. trade him at the draft. They can trade him at the draft. But that mm-hmm. is basically it. Like, once oh, July 1st kicks in, insane. that is eight years at $8 million oh. of JT Miller. That is unmovable unless he also wants to go. I think he's worth it. <clears throat> I, I don't think... I'm not saying he's not worth it. But I would rather have two first-round picks from a team that's not even guaranteed to get into the playoffs and a guy that you could have flipped or kept. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I'd take... Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd maybe take like a roster player and the, this year's first, but outside of that, that's tough. That's tough, yeah. And and I've been a proponent of, of JT Miller's a net positive, but that is one hell of a trade to turn down. Yeah. And my, my thing about JT Miller's remain the same, that I think he's a good, uh, like a really good player, but I think that the contract he's on is only worth it for a team that's already a contender. Yeah. It's, it's a contract that just doesn't match where this team is at. And I think it ages poorly. But again, a contending team will sacrifice that for a chance at the cup. I don't think we have that in the first two, three years of his contract. No. So I don't think we should keep the contract. Especially if the return we get out of it is two firsts and a player that's off the books anyway. Right? I just, I, I really don't understand the the logic behind that. And by the way, it was uh, Frank Cervalli or Cervalli yes. that reported the guy that. that looks like he's 30 and 50 at the same time. Yes. And it turns out he's like 29 or something. <laughs> yeah. It's tough because like, obviously maybe there's other implications that we don't know about, but that trade does sound like it's like, why didn't you take that? So, yeah, I know they want another centerman back, but it's like you, you can't always get what you want. Sometimes rebuilding is the way to go. And this is a fast track to helping you do that. You could end up ended up with fucking three first round picks this year and two next year. Exactly. But actually, if they played their cards right, they could have had four first round picks this year. If they just didn't deal away New York's, we well, would have had our no, own plus theirs. Been. Plus two Pittsburgh ones. Yeah, but one's next year's. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, Sorry. So, so yeah, we could have had three this year and then one and then two next year. But yeah. I mean the, the building blocks of Patterson, Miller, Heronic, Hughes, Demko, Kuzmanko. Yeah, it's a good it, it's roster. Not, it's not terrible, but something needs to change and fuck, hopefully we get Bedard and we can just slap him on the first line. Bada bing, bada boom, Canucks are winning the cup in a couple years. Yeah, right. Yeah, have you it's seen? Have you guys tough. seen Bedard? Because uh, they're in playoffs right He's now. He's single-handedly, oh, handedly carrying Regina through the playoffs yeah. right now. The highlights are—they're nuts. Like yeah. two games in a row, he just split the D, doing the exact same move, just skated right through them. If if it, this team in its state right now added Bedard to it, let's say in the next four years, is that almost a guaranteed Stanley Cup? No, no, no. You, <laughs> not you, even close, dude. Why no, not? why not? I would say What's guaranteed the one playoffs. Problem that look, everybody says it's the defense. <laughs> look at the Oilers. Yeah, if four years is a long time to improve defense. the defense. Yeah. I'm not saying we can't. <laughs> I mean, have had a decade to improve no, the to defense. No, to be to be fair, the Canucks did just take every fucking college player just, possible. Yeah. Okay, the Canucks and add them did to the sign team. several of them. This has actually raised a big question uh, because one of the defensemen that we took on was Hirose. Yes. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm, these players are all very, very new. That's so how I would pronounce it. it, so it's probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you having it's, that self-awareness. It's Hiroshi. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, whatever. They, there's now a big debate on who does this franchise keep, him or Rathbone, because they're actually at quite similar levels of play and similar ages. Actually, Rathbone's a bit older. But Rathbone might have a slightly higher ceiling the problem seems to be that neither of them really have a fit on the team outside of being the sixth or seventh defenseman. Rathbone needs to get traded. I've been saying it since the start of the season. He I believe have that a spot as well. On the team. He doesn't fit what we need as a bottom pairing defenseman. He needs to go to a team where he can flourish playing a top four role because that's what he is. He's an offensive defenseman. Yeah. You don't put those guys on the bottom six. 
I think he's going to be almost like another Jalen Chatfield where he's someone that just doesn't work out here because yeah. we don't have a team that's built for him and he'll go somewhere else and be, like you said, a top four demon. Yeah, I mean, it happens all the time in the NHL. Mm-hmm. What about Rathbone and Heronic? No. You don't think so? Two They're both offensive. Yeah, but Heronic's stats show that like he's a good defensive defenseman too. Like he, his yeah, like he can play really both good. ways, but like, where are you going to play them? Yeah, the, the biggest problem is... You have Hughes on the one line, and you have Hronik on the second. So, Rathbone has no choice but to then play third pairing D. Yeah. It just, I don't think he works out on the team. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there is a way that Rathbone can stay, but I think he would be a third pairing guy. And I think that it only works out if, and there, there's one player that could come to Vancouver in the summer. And this has been rumored for a while. PK's already in the... Oh, my. Get over it, dude. He's not coming. No, this is... Well, almost as crazy. Luke Shen. He's not coming back. Uh, He has been heavily rumored to have only gone with the promise that Vancouver would take him back in the offseason. He really liked playing here. I mean, I'd take him in a heartbeat. I could see Gavrikov. Third tour of duty in Vancouver. Yeah, it would, too. Yeah. I wonder how many players have actually done that, though. Uh, David Perron. Perron. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, because he's with the Blues right now, right? No, he's, no, he's, no, he's, he's Detroit. in Detroit. But he's been with the Blues four times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think he was drafted there. He was then drafted to Vegas. He went yeah. back there. Traded to Edmonton. Jesus. Went back to St. Louis. Yeah. St. Yeah. Louis, baby. But I, I heard Gavrikov to... Um, oh. Uh, the Canucks and also Ivan Barbashev, but... I heard Barbashev. Yeah. They're just yeah. they're collecting Russians but, like Infinity Stones. But, <laughs> like, but Bar- Barbashev and Barbashev and Gavrikov, they have the same agent um, that I'm pretty sure Kizmenko and somebody else and Mikheyev have. So it's like they're just feeding us. We're probably the closest NHL team to Russia. Uh, Geographically people. speaking, that is I think definitely that, true, right? I yeah. think so, right? Maybe that's why. Yeah, like. Uh, Cheapest flight to NHL team. (laughs) (laughs) Just goes to Vancouver. Like, I play here now. From the east coast of Russia. (laughs) They're like, fuck, Bure played there. I play there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah, it is weird that we went from Team Sweden to Team Russia. Yeah. Like, Vancouver was always, like, they always had Swedish Wasn't there some, like, Russian line in the 90s, though? Uh, Yeah, Bure, McGilney, and... Oh, what's his name? Yeah, this he, is gonna drive me nuts. He came in like way too overweight, way too many times. Um, oh, I, and didn't didn't the name Phil did, Kessel's it, not Russian? Yeah. <laughs> what was the, his the name? Line like, it was like Kurtzov or something. No, 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 no. The line had a nickname too, didn't it? Like the Iron Curtain or something. Yes, yes, it was too. God, damn, you know, oh, I'm gonna get flamed fan. for not knowing <laughs> yeah. this too. I'm gonna get flamed for this. Hey, but if you ask him a team of the Toronto Maple Leafs in the '90s, no, yeah, I bet he knows it. I bet he would. Oh, my grandpa's going to listen to this and be like, you idiot. It was this guy. <laughs> Actually, I met that guy one time. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got stories yeah. like that. Yeah, we were sitting in the... <laughs> I was at Planet Ice watching him practice one day. And all, he came up and I told him how good of a player he was. Larry Onoff. Larry on Igor Larry on Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Mm. Why why is that so surprising to you? Was he really good or did but he they just also play had, for the they also had, No, he was just Russian they and also played had with Krutov. I thought he was really good. No, yeah, I mean he wasn't bad. They also had Krutov. That's the guy I was thinking of. I, I do not remember salad. that. <laughs> those, are, uh, those are croutons. <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> yeah, okay. That's that, that's enough of that. But you know what? Speaking of old Canucks, uh this t- 
I, wow, that's a that yeah. was fun to edit. <laughs> <laughs> do the hard one shake. Yeah. Hey, Marcus, what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, this week marks five years since the Sedins played their last game. That's just that's crazy to me. It does not. I can't believe it was that long ago. What was it? The the third goal of the fourth period. There was overtime, oh, three minutes and like twenty two seconds or something. Yeah. Like so they they scored or Daniel scored two goals in that game. Yeah. Both were assisted by Henrik Sedin and Alex Edler, which is like their longest standing teammate. Yeah. They're all Swedish, and both goals. What one came in the second period, like two minutes and thirty three uh-huh. seconds in. And the one in overtime was like three minutes and 22 seconds in. Like yeah. they were, it, that doesn't yeah. get it talked is about crazy. Enough. Yeah. Like for how crazy it is, it never gets brought up. Yeah. No, I remember what I remember watching that, that game and that overtime and listening to short house, just, just spew those facts. And I was like, no, yeah, I, right? don't, I do not <laughs> believe it. <laughs> what, what I think is one of the coolest things he did as a commentator um, that I, I found out there's a bit of a story behind later was all those facts that he talked about, he talked about them after the game was over. Mm. Because the whole rest of that game, when he called the goal, the last thing he said in the entire broadcast was, let's it go, he scores. Uh, and that was it. The whole rest of it was silent. He didn't talk about it. Yeah. He didn't say, and, and you know, and here comes the team. To, yeah. Nothing. He just let the moment play itself out. And there's rumors that, you know, of course people are like, oh, he, he did that as a choice to let them do that. Apparently he was just choked, like or like choked up, Cho- choked oh. up, like like he. <laughs> yeah, so, you're he's so mad. Like, they won. <laughs> <laughs> Their draft pick is gonna. <laughs> no, like he, he was choked up. Christ. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not deliver that correctly. See, that's why we can't broadcast. We do podcasts. <laughs> no, yeah. Have you ever seen the video of the uh, Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator when they like try to run a play and they run it wrong? And he just starts throwing everything at the window. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I remember that game was it was cool too. Like before it happened, they went when they announced it was going to be their last game. They changed it because it was supposed to be a regular game. They changed it to be a national game. They gave it like really? an hour long pregame thing just about the Sedines. Like oh, they did wow. a lot of special stuff. And the big joke online was they were like, oh, cool. So like every Toronto Maple Leafs game, yeah. that's what we're getting. <laughs> that I just thought that was funny. But yeah, yeah they did a whole bunch of really cool stuff for them. Who would you yeah. go to the game with? I went, so get this. This is one of the best deals I ever made. <laughs> part, part way through that season, uh, we have like neighbors in our season tickets that have the two beside us. And, like, it's quite freaking that we'll trade a game with them or whatever and be yeah. like, oh, I want to bring my kids to this game. I'll have it. So they asked for a, uh, like, it was like an afternoon Sunday game, and it happened to be one of mine. Mm. They were like, which game would you like in return? Just pick something in the same price range. This was, like, beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And I, I had it in the back of my head. I was like, this is the last year of the Sedin's contract. That could be their last game. Yeah. So I said, it was like, well, the last game of the season, if you guys are okay with it. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's fine. So they sent mm-hmm. them to me. So we had four tickets for that game. Oh, yeah. And like, again, we gave up like a Sunday 2 p.m. game yeah. for it. So that was awesome. People were outside selling their tickets for three grand a piece. 
Yeah. Like wow. it was crazy, man. Marcus is like, well, I only need two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, no. So I, I took my mom, my aunt and my sister. It was the four of us there. Nice. Yeah. We tried to get my grandpa, but he was like, no, nah, 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 I don't watch it home. Mm. You know, that, that's just how he is, though. But mm -hmm. it was it was really funny to see Avery took a video. We have a video of the goal getting scored and everything because it was on a power play in overtime. So he had a feeling something could happen. Mm. And she shows the game happening, them all huddling. And then she shows us and we're cheering. She goes back to the game. And when she goes back to us, all three of us are crying. <laughs> we're just, and it, it was, for me, it was not a good cry. It was yeah, an it's ugly a, it's cry. It's a pretty funny video. Yeah, I, I was the, like, I love that video. <laughs> I could not, oh, yeah. I, I can't explain to you the feelings that were going through my head when that yeah. happened. But it was like, it was so bittersweet because we're so happy for them that that's how they went out. But there's just that underlying, like, they never got it, you know? Oh, of course, yeah. And it, it sucked to feel all of that. But, like, it was so cool. Be best game I've ever been to. Mm. It was so crazy. Really? You think that's the best? Yeah. I, I would, like, as far as, like, the actual game and, like, uh, everything okay. that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, of course, I loved, like, the games I took the family to yeah, for Christmas and say. stuff. But that was the that one where it was like, that like, one, that game hit me the hardest. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'll, I'll say it that way. That was like, that was when I almost went to a new level as a fan where I was like, yeah. this is, this is something else. This is, I'm stuck here for a while. Yeah, this was like, th this team could relocate and I'd have to up and move my life to follow them. Do you Mar wish, do you wish you didn't go to that game now? Mar Marcus <laughs> is moving <laughs> to Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Do you no. wish you had tanked? Yeah. I, I think... I think it almost wouldn't have mattered. I could have watched that game anywhere and I would have felt almost the same. Mm. But I, I don't know if I would have cried, but like... Yeah, I feel like being in the yeah. arena and like... It, it was less embarrassing crying though, knowing that almost every other person in there was crying yeah. too. It was crazy. All right, well... Speaking that of, was so off topic. Speaking of crying... Let's uh, <laughs> let's cry our way to the goddamn inbox and answer some of these people's oh, questions. Yeah. Let's continue the misery. What do you think will be one major move the Canucks make this offseason, if any? Ooh. I think they trade up in the draft. Mm, how? I don't know. That was just the first thing that came to my head. No. Like I said, the only way I see them doing it is if they... Maybe if, if they trade their like third round pick and move that one up <laughs> just a little bit. That <laughs> will give you a third and jet woo for I your earlier third <laughs> for your fourth. I'm going to go with a bit of a safer pick, but I think it's still going to be the biggest move they make. And that's a buyout. And they're going to buy out OEL? a defenseman. <laughs> I'll just say a uh, defenseman. Okay. All right. Can I change my answer? Yes. I think they're trading between Garland or Besser. I would have to agree with you on that. Sorry, Tyler, you go. Uh, no, I was going to say, I, I think you've seen the end of Brock Besser in Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, I don't like admitting it. If I ever had one biggest problem, if I was a GM, it would be that I get way too emotionally attached to guys, and that's just Brock Besser for me. Yeah, like I, I recognize that he makes too much money. He's not the player he was in his rookie season, and he's probably not going to become the player that we all really thought he would be. 
but there's just something about him, man, that I, I can't get over. I'm too attached to him as a person. And it's I was his do, hair, isn't it? It yes, I've always envied his luscious flowing <laughs> hair. I, feel, I think also because he was like, in my opinion, he was the first player drafted of the new just like yeah. the new Canucks. Like the Sedin era had kind of come to its end, and he came in, and he was kind of the ushering in the new era. A lot of people connect that to Horvat. Yeah, but I think Horvat was here long enough with the Sedins that I still consider him to yeah, be part no, of that. It'd be Besser, but like Besser really was the kind of first player to usher in the new era. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I think that it's that I, I still consider Horvat one of the new era Canucks, but Besser was the first one to explode into the league. Mm -hmm. Right. And by explode, I mean like he was in Calder conversations. Yeah. Right. Horvat came into the league and was a fourth liner. Yeah. Right. And a year and a half Still later, is. he was a third liner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever. Did you know Beauvillier has more points since the trade than him? Yeah. Do you know everyone on the Canucks has more points <laughs> since the fucking trade than him? Yeah. Yeah. It has not been easy for him in New York. Again, it sucks. He lost Barzell, who's like the guy he was brought there to play with. But yeah, you'd still want him to be doing a bit better than he is. I, I hope Brock Besser gets traded. Just because I feel bad for him. Trade him to the Islanders. Because every, every time, like, trade deadline comes around, draft comes around, he's always in trade rumors. And that's got to do a number to him. Yeah. Like, imagine, you know, you're working hard to get back to be healthy, to have it. And he's having a pretty good season. And he's always in trade talks. Yeah. Like, that can't just sit well. Like, I, I kind of just hope that he gets moved for his sake. Because, yeah. like you said, like, Canucks fans think, or they want him to be this, like, ultimate, like, sniper guy. That's just like going to be scoring 40, 50 goals. And that's just not him. But that's right. what we thought when we drafted him and after that rookie season. And he's just not going to get there anymore. He's still getting a lot of points, just they're not goals. Exactly. Which is really weird. So I, I, I kind of hope he does get traded for his own sake. I, I, when I look at Besser, I just think I want the best for him in his career. Yeah. I, if he does get traded, I almost don't care if we lose the trade. I just want him to succeed somewhere. I don't want to lose the trip. No, I don't want to. But like I'm saying, if we, what's he worth right now? A second? Maybe a, th like the thing is his contract isn't good, right? Yeah, that's true. So I, I think he's probably worth a second. I think he could outperform that with a different team, possibly oh, in, a, in a new setting, yeah. right? But uh, I, I guess that's what I'm saying is no matter what happens to him in his career, no matter where he goes or whether he stays, I just want him to succeed. I, I really love that guy. But personally, if it were up to me, I think I would trade Garland. Garland is a bit older. He's analytically doing better than Besser. He's better defensively. He doesn't put up as many points, but he's mostly been on like the third line, whereas Besser has been higher up. But I also think that gives him more value. So I think that he's someone that you might be able to do with parting. And I think that Besser, if he could maybe step back up to the second line, could maybe have some more success. Or I, I like to think that way. But that might be very biased on my we'll end. See. I, I hope the Canucks do something. They kind of have to. Yeah. All right. Well, what else stick, we sticking with player success here. Mm. If Gretzky and Orr fell off the end of the earth, who would be the GOAT? I, I have a really safe answer, but I feel like it's not a... It, it's let's too say, safe. Let's say you can't say Lemieux. Oh, it's not who I was going to say. Who are you going to say? I was going to say Gordie Howe. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But, like, yeah, outside, let's say those four are gone because yeah. those are kind yeah. of the, the Rushmore. That is a very good way to okay. put that. Is that a commonly used thing, or mm. did you just kind of come up with I don't with know, that? any group of four people. 
that are retired, I feel like. Yeah, you okay. Consider. But yeah. The, the, the Wiggles of the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know that that's what this episode yeah. is going to be called. Kinda, Sometimes you just know, eh? It's kind of Sometimes you just know. Oh, man. The Wiggles <laughs> of the NHL. <laughs> Wiggle, wiggle, I think wiggle. it was that funny. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was very accurate, but also very out of left field. Yeah. It was perfect. Well, the Wiggles were sick. I'm going to go with... I kind of want to go with Steve Eiserman for some reason. Really? Yeah. I'm just thinking about like those Detroit teams of the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Stevie Y. I think I'm going to go with Stevie Y. I'm going to go really outside the box. <laughs> Mackenzie Weger. <laughs> 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 uh, no, Maybe the worst prediction no, of all no, time. No, Louis no, Deming, no. Louis Deming, yeah. Nazem Kadri for some shit. I don't know. How did we let you on this yeah. show, ladies and gentlemen? This is why we let him on this show. No, they're both sick. Uh, no, I'm gonna go with Martin Broder. Going, going with a goalie. goalie. Going with wow. a goalie. Interesting. Okay, he is. I I still believe he's won more goalies that, or won more <laughs> games than any any other NHL goalie. Yes, mm-hmm. he has. And he's lot. got. I think he has more than one Stanley Cup. Uh oh! I think oh, he just oh said, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I he, one, he has yeah. one yeah, with he the has, Devils. He has 95, 2000, and two thousand two. Yeah, I knew he had really? a couple. Yeah, I know he's got a couple of Vesnas. Uh, yeah, I think Martin Roder. I know and he was also, at one point. The other thing about Roder is you got to consider his international pedigree too. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's that's something Canada I goalie? forget yeah. often. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. It was between him and Joe Sackick. Ooh, Sackick's a good pick. Too. But he was also I on was, a really good team. So. I was leaning there, but yeah, his team like, was like, stacked. Broder was like, he was why the Devils won the cup. Yeah. Sebastian Ajo, the one that plays for the Islanders. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, right. I'm going to go a completely different route than you guys and go with someone who's still in the league. I'm going to go Crosby. Interesting. Yeah. I definitely horrible, see why you went there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just the biggest. When you think of hockey, like a lot of, especially for the younger generation, you're like, oh, some of the greatest players that they've ever seen play yeah. would be Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Whereas like some of us never even seen any of these other play, players play. But yeah, like that's why it's hard for us to say like yeah. a player in the 80s or earlier. Cause exactly. It's like, it's like, well, I never watched them. Yeah, but yeah. like for players for that it. I've going- seen play and if we're mm-hmm. taking into the fact of the Olympics and the yeah. Hockey Canada, like the or World Cup, yeah, or, like if you plus the Stanley hardware, Cups, it's like Mike Bossy. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like uh, uh, Montreal sniper Rocket Rocket Rock, 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 Like one of those guys just off hardware. But John Beliveau. Yeah, it's also yeah. like you got to see them play. You just call him John. I think it's Gene. Oh, Jean. Oh, sorry. Thank you, <laughs> French expert. Oh. <laughs> His fucking name, man. Like, what do you want me to do? But yeah, Cros- Jean Pelaveau. Crosby's a good pick. I was actually going to go with Ovi. And, and I, I say, I just don't yeah. think, I just don't think Ovi has the hardware. He's got the goals, but he doesn't have any anything else to go with. You're him. right, but to me, well, here, here's all the, the thing. Rockets. You, I was going to say, do yeah. you consider Rockets to be hardware? Well, I think he's, he's got a lot of hardware. But like, but that's it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, like versatility wise, like Crosby's got different awards. But the whereas, thing is, the, the, yeah, the things that Ovi excels in, other than goal scoring, they don't really give out awards for. 
hits. But, yeah, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't win hits though. That's the problem. The, the only you'd have player, Milan Lucic walking away with a fucking trophy. The, okay, <laughs> like, but, yeah, broken noses, baby. Oh, I don't know. I think every NHL awards they should give out a pair of golden elbow pads. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, they should pad. give out freaking Charmin. Ultra, ultra soft, soft paper to the friggin' <laughs> softest player of the league. But that's what I'm saying. The only player ever to have more goals in the NHL than uh, Ovi is Wayne Gretzky, yeah. who would have won that Charmin trophy because he couldn't hit. Ovi does both. True. And, like, I, I just think that that goes underrated because, like you said, there's no hardware that goes with it. Like, but at, that's a huge skill set that he has. It is. But it, I don't know. He's, he's also, got the one Stanley Cup. You also have to remember this record that he's breaking for goal scoring. The other guy that holds it scored when goalies weren't athletes yet and defense just wasn't a thing. Oh, don't worry. McDavid's going to pass Ovechkin's goal record. He's coming for well, it. Eventually, we'll, we'll McDavid's going to enter the conversation here. But until then, mm, yeah, there so you surprised. are. There are the Wiggles of the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> if the original Wiggles, yes. as the listener said, Fell off the edge of the earth. Yes. All right. Hey, wait, One last question from said, a flat earther. I have a fact that I was very surprised about. Oh, Alex facts. is facts. Who has more heart facts. trophies, Ovi or Crosby? Is it Ovi? Um, yeah. No, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Crosby. It's Ovi. Yeah. Ovi has three. Oh, damn. Crosby only has two heart trophies? I don't know how many he has, but only eight oh. players have three, and Ovechkin's one of them. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. I would bet Gretzky has like seven. Oh, no, it just says it's three or more. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Huh, well. All right. We got one, one last question we're going to get to question. before we hit break. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll kind of buzz through this one real quick. Okay. Who will finalize the last spot in the wild card? For Ooh. which side? For the both. It's literally a lock. Nashville lock-in. Predators. Yeah, you think they're going to close the four-point gap there, eh? It's three. Is it three points? It's a three-point gap, and they have two games in hand. So. Ooh. It will be the Calgary Flames. I'm going with the Winnipeg <laughs> yeah, Jets. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> made you have to pick them. No, no, no. Like, the I, fuck I do I pick it. then? Yeah. And all the other teams are eliminated. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah, Columbus. The Blues. Yeah. <laughs> what, what this largely comes down to, though, is funny enough, what you brought up in the uh, bet stamp ad was that they play the National Predators. Win- winner of that game. Could get in. The yeah. winner of that game is the only one that has a chance other than Calgary. Well, Nashville also plays Calgary, and Winnipeg also plays Calgary. Yeah. Oh, so all all those teams play yeah. each other. Yeah. It's going to be some and really then, good games. And then two of them end the season with the Avalanche and the Wild, which are both Jesus. playoff teams. Which is Which team doesn't have to play them? I ain't scared of the Wild. Yeah, me neither. They suck. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're fuck just... the wild. <laughs> anyway, what about in the East? In the East, that we have one's an a absolute, race. No, well, no, it's still it's, a three-team race. I mean, Florida, it's kind of sizzled out. Florida and the Islanders are in right now, yeah, right at eighty-seven points, and Pittsburgh, with the same amount of games played, has eighty-six. I don't think Pittsburgh makes it. I don't think Pittsburgh makes it either. I do, and I think the Islanders miss. I think the Pens miss in solidarity with the with the Caps missing because. I don't know. It's just it. It makes perfect sense to me that like uh, both Ovi and Crosby's teams peaked at the same time or rel- relatively uh, at the same time, and went down at the same time. That just that seems very. Um, I mean, serendipitous. Technically, we can't count out yes, Buffalo that's yet. The exact word I was going to use, but they're far enough really? out. But They'd they have to, like, don't even know what out. it means. But they have no, two games in hand. Like, 
so they can get get within two points of of these teams kind of with, with their two games. Sorry, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is talking over here. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, with Sarah Sarah <laughs> Are you rapping? What was that? Yeah, that's freaking rap no, god. Were you explaining? Jake what was the trying to explain means? what serendipitous means. Doesn't that mean? Yeah. I I mean I've always understood it to mean like kind of like a fancy way of saying fate. Oh, and like it, it, it seems like destiny. fate. Yeah, it seems it like a very fate. fancy word. That's why I called you Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, because he's a very fancy. He's man. a fancy man. <laughs> yeah, it's a really fancy name. Like not Ben, just Benedict. Yes, yeah, Benedict. Uh, anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Why'd you say that so deep? Benedict. <laughs> we need Off to go to break. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, I, I we're, we're ending things here. Um, we'll catch you guys on the other side right after another word from our sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by the definition of serendipitous, occurring or discovered by chance in a happy or beneficial way. Serendipitous. It's a con- <laughs> it's an English word? I don't know. We'll be right back. It's perfect. That should be a new segment. Because I feel like Jake says a fancy <laughs> word, word of the week. Yeah. That's like Sesame Street, but for Jake. <laughs> this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by the letter G. <laughs> You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Oh, yeah. We're back. Welcome back from break, everybody. Uh, I just got my eardrums blown out. That's that's fantastic. Hey, so did they. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> A long um, break. Would you I'm go to back? Hope? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spent too much time in the whole bathroom. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Um, well, with that being said, let's uh, throw things over to Jake how we usually do with this week's scoop. <laughs> Wait, why is that so funny? What'd you say? Like we usually do? Or, yeah, know. we usually go to the goofy. No, uh, I forget what you said before, but it was the fact that you were talking about. Getting blown out <laughs> in the bathroom, and you're like, and then we're gonna go to Jake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up, memes. The whole bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That was a funny meme. That, that was, was a good one. Great. It was yeah. great. Yeah, great. yeah. Seems like something Jake would yeah. do. So, <laughs> press the fucking button. Oh right, shit. This guy just struggling in the corner. What a goof. That's right. Welcome to my segment. This is the part of the show. The biggest goof of the week. This is the I try to do it slower, but yeah, I can't. It doesn't work. Just speed it up. Yeah, fly through it. Okay. That's right. Welcome to the biggest goof of the week. This is my segment. This is my part of the show where I go to find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. I bring up a story with the guys and we have a chat about it. And this week, see, it's so much better. When oh, that sounded better. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And this week, it was close. I almost picked the merger between the UFC and the WWE because that's goofy. That's sick. I haven't even heard about. Well, you guys yeah. didn't hear what? About that? No, it's. I'm so excited for it. I love the WWE. Hang on, yeah. t- table it, table it. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. What's well, the okay. game for the week? Well, we can go over it super quick. Basically, that's okay. all it is, right? The WWE and the UFC have now merged, and they are the same company. I'm so oh, so it, they're not the same league. They just have the same owner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I was like, that was funny. The yeah. Undertaker and yeah, Conor yeah, McGregor yeah. are going head to head next, next week. Yeah, in the octagon. <laughs> I heard the, the, 
the best thing of seven the, series they the, bounce back and forth between <laughs> wrestling and the octagon. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the why I didn't get it. Match and I heard something though that the, the WWE <laughs> was trying to figure <laughs> out a way. Selling a cage in an yeah. octagon. Yeah, selling an octagon. <laughs> <laughs> they start throwing chairs into the octagon. <laughs> Money in the bank, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that, that's why I was confused. Is I, yeah. I did not understand that. Oh yeah, I, I thought it was kind of goofy. I was gonna make that the biggest goof of the week, but then this bro. <clears throat> This girl from NCAA basketball. <laughs> Might have to cut that out. Uh, she pulled some shit, man. Okay, so LSU uh, and uh, who are they playing against? Iowa. Iowa. Okay, so you know the story. LSU and Iowa. They're playing in the NCAA uh, March Madness girls side of it, right? And um, the LSU Tigers are up one hundred two eighty five. Which, for those of you who don't know basketball, it's pretty much a blowout. Like, the game is over. Yeah, it's a 20-point gap there. Exactly, yeah. Um, at the end of the game. And a player by the name of Angel Reese starts following the best player on the Iowa team. Probably the best player in the tournament. In, yes. in the girls and boys side. Like yeah. She was... Disgusting. Not, disgusting, yeah. <laughs> this chick was disgusting. Yeah. Her name was Caitlin Clark. Okay. Starts following her and taunting her and kind of pointing to her ring finger as if like, you know, we won the ring, we won the ring. And in an interview after the um the the game or whatever, doubles down, goes on about how, you know, she had been critiqued about who she was the whole time and that she didn't fit into a box and she wanted everyone to know that she was the better player. Yeah, brutal, hey. I kind of love it. <laughs> I don't I won't lie. Like, it, it gets people talking about uh, the women's tournament, which, like, I, I didn't even, I won't lie, I didn't even know, like, the women's had a tournament until last well, it, year. Well, it is fairly new. Yeah, right? They they didn't used to always but have like, a tournament. But, like, this is probably the biggest thing to come out of the whole NCAA March Madness men's and women's side was this because she was, uh, uh, Caitlin Clark was so good, and Angel Reese and that whole LSU team was a really good team. And yeah, pointing to the finger, whatever. Like you won the championship. Like you can do whatever you want, in my opinion. Like obviously not a great look, but at the same time, like you are the championship. Yeah, but when you get pissed on the whole night by this chick, it's like, okay, yes, your team won the game, but you did not stop this girl. So you shouldn't really be yeah. talking too much shit. Mm -hmm. Like she still put up 30 in a women's basketball game. Or it was like 27 or something. Yeah, she still had a really good game. Who, who was that like fourth liner that chirped? Uh, was it Lindros? Uh, after like a Stanley Cup Finals thing, there's like a thing where some like okay. fuck. I feel a like I've just referenced so something that I don't myself understand. Angel Reese, like she's not a fourth line. Like she was still starting. She's a really good basketball player, right? Like obviously she's not as good as Kaylin Clark, but like still a really good player. But I mean, it's also always fun to have like a little villain almost. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think like she almost like kind of fit into that by doing that whole gesture. But like it just brings more fans to the sport. Like, it is goofy, like, pointing to your ring when it's a blowout and the game's yeah. still on. But I didn't hate it. I mean, I watched the tournament for the the Cavender Twins. <laughs> Not gonna lie. The uh, absolute smoke shows out of Miami there. <laughs> Isn't one of them a dude? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're both on the Miami team. <laughs> I thought there was, like, a set of twins that one played NCAA men's and one played NCAA women's. I have no clue. These are, these are Haley and Hannah, and they are both women. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were cousins. And, the, and they're oh, the one, oh, you know, you know who I'm talking about, though, right? 
I mean, Angel Reese and her cousin both won the championship. Like, her cousin was on UConn. Oh, cool. Oh, that UConn ended up winning the men's side? Yeah. I never watched the final. That might have been it, but they weren't twins, yeah. so it might have been somebody else. I'm not sure. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, there you go. Biggest goof of the week. Angel Reese. That's fair. Give, give yeah. the women's basketball some attention on this podcast. Absolutely. Okay, can we go back to WWE UFC? Yeah, sure. Because I think this is super exciting. I don't know. I love the WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really? I think, like, oh, I absolutely love the WWE. Growing up, like, all throughout middle school, I was obsessed with it. I was obsessed with this uh, wrestler named Sheamus. Yeah. Was this like Sheamus. super white Sheamus. guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was sick. He was my favorite wrestler. He had the mustache, right? Uh, he had like the uh, Captain whatever in COD, where yeah. he doesn't have a chin. Uh, Anything price. on the chin? Yeah, no, yeah. nothing on the chin. Just yeah, beard, yeah. mustache, like mutton chops into yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, it I, was Chris Pronger, not Aaron Lindros. Um, I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm reading up on the situation. Keep talking. I'll. I'll, anyway, so I'll fill yeah, you in when was, I remember. He was this. the uh, world heavyweight champion when I like first started getting into it, and I, he just became my favorite wrestler. Anyways, I, I really love this. Uh, I think it's going to bring a lot more attention to the WWE. Hopefully, but I, the WWE is goofy sometimes, so I'll give it that. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what the UFC does with it now that they own the rights, because Vince Vince McMahon is still uh, yes, he's still the president of yeah, the WWE. He's still running. You know how much he made? No idea. Off of selling that four billion. Damn. Just him. Yeah. Insane. But now he's an employee. So yeah, so still works for him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like I said, maybe that should have been the biggest goof of the week, but whatever. We still talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So let's, let's keep the ball rolling. Let's stop the ball for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's going on? So I, the situation, I don't know why Lindros was in my head at all. But it was a fourth liner on the Chicago Blackhawks named Adam Bickle? Burish. Oh, oh Adam Burish. Or B- Burish, yeah. So, again, not like a very n- notable NHL player, but Stanley Cup champion because he played with the Chicago yeah. Blackhawks. He called out Chris Pronger in his post-game interview after winning the Stanley Cup. Like, they asked him, like, you know, the whole, oh, what does this mean to you and all this yeah. stuff. And he, for... Reasons pretty well unknown. He went off on Chris Pronger, said that oh that guy Pr- Chris Pronger is the biggest idiot in the league in the league, and I'm gonna punch him in the face the next time I see him. Nice. Jeez. No one really knows why. Didn't seem like they were really beefing on the ice or anything. But like this is again just won the Stanley Cup, and yeah. this is what's in this guy's head. Yeah. So anyway, of course they uh, went to Chris Pronger, told him about the comments, and yeah. you know he's like oh you know that's unfortunate kind of it basically said what i just said really that's where his head is right now you know it's yeah. a tough loss we'll be back next season they said well specifically he said he's gonna punch you in the face the next time you see him what do you think about that and he goes well, where is that in the minors yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just I, I thought that was kind of a, yeah. a a good uh good clap back i agree yeah. reminds me of the matthew sabrin thing oh yeah yeah oh the check in the name bar yeah. thing yeah that was it's clever. like who are you? Yeah. yeah. That's not quite as bad, though, because that's like a regular season game, yeah. whatever thing. This was more like... I think, for some reason, I think that was a preseason game. Uh, oh, it could have been. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And then they were teammates. Ottawa, right? Yeah. 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 And then they became teammates here. Yeah. It was funny. Alrighty, anyway, getting the ball back yeah. rolling here. Sorry, roll the ball again. Sorry, <laughs> I'm going to kick again. it back over to you guys. There's, uh, there's something I wanted to ask you guys about. So, obviously, we're getting pretty close to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, there's like what, like a week, week and a half left in the season? Yep. yep. 
I think by the time this episode comes out, there will be a week left in the season. So, if the playoffs started today, we know what a lot of the, the matchups are going to be. I want to get your take on who would win these series if the playoffs started today. Just okay. first thoughts. We won't get into it because we'll talk about playoffs more when they get closer. Okay. But just today, who do you think would win these series? Rangers. Okay. Bo- <laughs> Boston and the New York Islanders. Boston. Boston. Toronto, Tampa Bay. Toronto. Tampa. Tampa. Carolina, Florida. Florida. Mm, I'm going Carolina. I, I There's got to be an underdog here somewhere. I'm going Florida. New Jersey, New York. New, New York. York. <laughs> I'm going York. All righty. Um, obviously, the Central is a bit of a mix. We yeah, really don't know what the hell is going to happen. Um, so I'm just going to assume that Colorado is going to win. I, I don't yeah. really well, have a reason. All we can do is guess. Yeah, all we yeah. can do is guess. Yeah. Um, okay, so if if Colorado wins the Central, they would play Seattle. Colorado. Oh, that's a fucking cakewalk. Yeah. If you win the Central, you get Seattle. Um, Do you? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, because they, they, there's a five-point gap between the first wild card and the second wild card. Well, no. Who's out of the Pacific? Vegas, Vegas, more Vegas is, has more oh, by, okay, by okay, like okay. seven yeah, points. It's, like oh, six, okay, okay. It's, it's a it, big it's gap, a six point Seattle, gap. Yeah, and then yeah, another big gap. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, and then Dallas and Minnesota would obviously play each other. That would be a really good series. Yeah. Yes, I'm kind of high on Minnesota, though. Uh, I think Dallas. Because I don't think Kaprizov is going to be back. Yeah, if there's no, Ooh, there's no Kaprizov, a, yeah. I have to go with, with Dallas. But if there is a Kaprizov... That changes everything. I, I think I have to go with the Wild. Really? I hate them. I don't know. I think Dallas has that experience. Minnesota's, Minnesota literally is a meme. They never make it out of the first round. Yeah, but now they have Marc-Andre Fleury in that. They had him last year, too. Well, they have him this year. Yeah, but last, they year, they ran in, last year they ran into the Blues. Different story. All right. Come on. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Vegas and Nashville. <laughs> no, we're right. going to go with the Jets because everyone knows who that is. No, it's Calgary. Be. Vegas, Calgary, Nashville, or the Jets? Calgary. Vegas. Over any of them. <laughs> no. Calgary. I would take Vegas over anyone except Winnipeg. I, I think Calgary, if they snuck in, they would beat the living piss out of Vegas, but I think Vegas would still win the series. Calgary's goalies can't make a save, it, man. I, exactly. No, 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 no. Ladar no. has actually been playing okay. really good lately. Okay. When I, I said lately, yeah. lately, I said they have the worst combined save percentage out of any team in the Shen NHL. In the last like week and a half, they've been doing better, but it's been rough. They just lost to Chicago, too, so I, I don't know what uh, we're really talking about. I said Vegas would win the series, but I said Calgary would beat the shit out of them. Like, oh, literally, physical. Like, literally okay. they would murder the Vegas players. Okay. Because they their, sec, their third line is Kadri, Richie, and Coleman, and their fourth line has Trevor Lewis and... Milan Lucic on it. <laughs> like, yeah, watch Luch just go vintage Lucic. Yeah. Tell me you can't show. see Markstrom just turning it on as soon as he gets into the What box. happened last year? Yeah, this that's is a kind of... Year, no, this, and I banked on year, that last full year. year. I banked on him doing that last year. He'll do it this year. Nah, he's I, got it. If it is Calgary that makes it in, I really want to see Calgary win it just because if they did, odds are they might 
meet Edmonton. In the we we could see another battle. I'm cheering for that to happen. Yes. Regardless of what I think, I'm cheering for that. I, I think that's going to be the best series of the first round is going to be LA versus Edmonton. That's the last one. I really want the Oilers to finish first, and I want the Kings with I want the Kings oh, to, yeah. play to play against Flurry. Jonathan or, against sorry. Jonathan Quick. I'm, yeah, I'm in a whole different that, goalie timeline over here. I <laughs> yeah, want against I want yeah. Quick to knock out the Kings. Yeah. I just want to see them have the battle. I almost yeah. don't care Honestly, who wins. Yeah, I just like, want to see the battle. It could happen. I mean, they all have four games left. Well, you would have, yeah, you would have the Battle of Alberta and and, and the that battle the as well. Battle. Yeah, in the first um, round, that'd be but, insane. Yeah, so all so Vegas, Edmonton, and LA all have four games left. Um, LA has a hundred points. Edmonton has hundred and one. Vegas has hundred and four. So, oh, it's very possible. It, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the math is there. there. It's no, just Edmonton knows. has 103. Sorry, that oh, right, because which, they beat Anaheim, tonight. right? They won tonight, yeah. Uh, so, they have well, okay, they're 103, but they have one less game in hand, right? So, yeah, yeah, that this is going to be fun in the West, yeah, it's going to be a really good playoffs. It's so open, I hope so. It like, can be. Well, there's no like definitive great team. I don't, I don't consider Boston as like. The overwhelming favorite. No, yeah. I don't think there really is a favorite yeah. right now. No, not country. to win I think the... it's just so Pe- open. Yeah. People forget that regular season means nothing when the playoffs start. I mean, look like, at Tampa a couple years ago. Tied yeah, yeah. for the Columbus. most wins and then got swept by Columbus. They've created an entire term called getting Tampa Bayed, which yeah. is where you do exactly what Boston's doing. You run away with the league, but you have it so easy towards the end of the season that you're not ready for the pressure come playoff time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was kind of a little segment I wanted us to yeah. take a look at. Maybe we'll revisit this uh, maybe like two weeks time. I like right it. Yeah, playoffs. right before the playoffs start. Yeah, yeah. when we get we'll the go a little bit matchups. more in depth into it. Yeah, not next episode, but the one after that. The whole season will be wrapped up, and we'll be basically right in the beginning yep. of playoffs. Yes, sir. I so like next year is like the playoff it. preview, or next episode is the playoff preview. Yeah. Yep. So we'll get into a little bit more next week. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on, we're gonna do something that we did last year, except for we're a little behind the times on this one. We're doing the elimination report, mm. but this year we're going to do it a little differently. Well, the same idea is I'm going to start at the bottom and just name the teams that have been eliminated. And after I name the team, I'm going to pick one of the other three hosts to give them a letter grade and a quick little disclaimer on why. And then if we want to argue it out, we can we can duke it out real quick. But for the most part, we're going to do that yeah. and we're going to move on to the next because there's been a lot of teams that have been eliminated. Yeah. All right. Starting things off. With the Anaheim Ducks, I want Jake's opinion really Whoa. bad on the Ducks. My opinion on yep. the Ducks. Um, okay. McTavish, man. <laughs> yeah. So I think coming into this season, no one expected the Anaheim Ducks to really do much. And so it's hard to say that this is a failure of a season. As a matter of fact, I think it's actually a successful season for them. Looks like they're going to end up finishing last, which is kind of what they wanted. And they're going to have pretty good odds to get Connor Bedard. They're tied with three teams for last right, right? now. So they're going to have pretty good odds to get Connor Bedard. With all that being said, I don't see how you can't give this season an A for the Anaheim Ducks. They develop some of their younger players. Zegers is proving that he's a he's a, a talent. He's he's a talent in the NHL. Yep. Um, Not a consistent. He does one, he doesn't have a well rounded game. No, and that that is very clear. Yep. Um, but the rest of that team, you know, the older players are aging. Whatever they're going to be able to move them. The young players are coming in and filling those spots. You know, this season has been a complete win for the Anaheim Ducks. No, they didn't compete for a playoff spot, but they didn't intend to. So they get an A from me. Yeah, I got no that, arguments here. That's fair. I wish that they traded Kevin Shattenkirk. I don't know why he's still there. 
Yeah, I, I think he Unless was. He, he might have been a little bit hard there. to move, but yeah. All right, next team up on the block, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Alex? They're tough because, I mean, they got the big fish in free agency. Yep. And you kind of thought that they might make a push. And they did the complete opposite of that and got way worse. So they were bad enough to be able to get a chance to get Connor Bedard. So I give them props to that. So I would probably give them B+. plus. Okay. Because, I mean, they're bad enough to where they're not in the middle. So it's better but at the same time, when you sign a big free agent like that, you think they're going to try to make the playoffs. So I give them a B plus. They also signed literal big fish Eric Goodbranson to a four by four over the summer. <laughs> big but, fish. Hey, at least they're committing to tank. They yeah. are committing hard to the tank. Yeah, I think also like they get a little bit of sympathy from me just because injuries kind of hurt them this year. And yeah, line A missed. Yeah, a couple oh, that, months. Yeah, that hurt, that hurt yeah. Tyler's rocket prediction. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be hilarious, <laughs> man. All that's, of our predictions are going to be so funny. They're so bad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I, I, they get a little bit of sympathy from me, but at the same time, they came into this season trying to be good, and they really failed at that. Yeah. yeah. But then when they realized they failed at that, they got really good at being bad. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah. I, gotta, I, I can be around a B. Yeah, I, they I got agree. a good future. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. B's the right territory. All right. Next up, we have the Chicago Blackhawks. Marcus, why don't you take it away? Uh, honestly, it's one of those teams where they're so bad that I'm giving them an A. They, coming into the season, they knew they were going to be bad. They sold. They sold off Patrick Kane. Actually, I'm changing my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving them a B simply for not knowing when to sell Patrick Kane. Yep. If right? they would have got rid yeah. of him early, then yeah. they would have got a lot more for they him. They wait yeah. until right at the very end to the point where they actually let Kane leverage them into yeah. not getting as much of a return. Yeah. So I'm giving them a B because while they had the right thought process, like they, they had the right end goal in mind, they just used the wrong roadmap. I thought you were going to give them an F for not trading Max Domi to the Islanders. <laughs> no, that's why I'm giving the Islanders an F. <laughs> All righty. Next up, we have the San Jose Sharks. Jake, why don't you let us know how you feel on that? What a weird team to try to, I know. to break down. I figured you'd do a good job of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, last like, year, sorry, just before you go on, did we not give them an F minus? Like, did we not say that they yeah. are doing everything the most wrong way they possibly yeah. could? We really leaned into them. Yeah. No prospects, horrible yeah. contracts that mm -hmm. were lengthy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so not to cut you off, but just I want to, whatever you're about to say, contrast it with that yeah well no I, that's exactly what i was going to say is that the situation they were in last year they're also in this year um they're gonna get a good pick this year which means they're gonna have the first step towards fixing or writing the ship which is drafting a high talent player or a high potential player um, but to be honest with you like this season and the next few seasons are kind of mean nothing seasons for them because this organization has just you know put themselves in such a terrible position um, I think it's cool that Eric Carlson has had this resurgent season and so for that they're going to get a few extra points for me um, but the fact that they've just been abysmal to watch I feel terrible for Reimer he's really just in the net because they needed a guy who's played goalie to, to play <laughs> in the net <laughs> I you know done it. Um, and so for me they get a C and that's with the pity points for Eric Carlson's season okay I, I agree with everything that you said. I would maybe give them a C plus because they got rid of the Burns contract, part of it, and they also got rid of uh, what's his face to uh, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Team trade was good. So they've committed to the tank, but still, just a crappy team. So, uh, yeah. 
All right. This next team, the Montreal Canadiens. Marcus, because this is your second favorite team, All right. I will give this one they're, to you. Yeah, they're, they're up there. Um, I got to go. I, I think I got to go with an A. And I, I don't think I'm being too biased here. They are building the right way. They have young, talented pieces, but they're not, you know, going out there and buying big fish yet. They're still committing to not being that good. They're not trying to bring in phenomenal pieces to try to bring them quickly up the standings. They're committing to, no, we're going to build through the draft, yep. right? Here they are right now in a top five position in one of the deepest drafts we've had maybe since 2015. This is perfect for them, right? Maybe start building in a year or two and trying to get better. They are doing this, in my opinion, the correct way. So I, I think that's great. I think it's really exciting. What I think it's going to be exciting, um, the whole situation with Pierre-Luc Dubois and how they handle that. Yeah. yeah. Because if you're not familiar with the way it breaks down, they're basically in a win-win situation. If they wait for Pierre-Luc Dubois' contract to be up and then they sign him in free agency, well, then great. Or if they... I think they can offer sheet him. Yes. Yeah, yeah they can offer sheet him. Yeah. And then... If Winnipeg doesn't match or whatever, then they give up like a late round pick and they get him anyway. Yeah. So there, and he's open. Like he has been more open about going yeah. to Montreal than Patrick Kane was about going to New York. Yeah. Like it is very clear that's what he wants to do and they want him. Yeah. And if they get a good pick on top of that, they have a lot of really talented prospects um, and also some players that have shown they can play with Caulfield and, and Suzuki and whatnot. Yeah, I was going to say they've been, and even Doc's had a good season. Yeah, they're taking chances on young players who maybe haven't fully grasped yep. like Doc, but yeah, they're doing it right. Yeah, the Canadians had a great season in my opinion. They yep. developed their young pieces. Mm -hmm. Alright, well this next team, I did not want to give to Marcus or Jake, which is why I swapped things up a little bit. So Alex, why don't you take it away with the Arizona Coyotes? Do you mind if I just quickly jump in here? Nope. After, so after Alex, Alex can give his take. <laughs> But when are you going to give your take? Yeah, why don't you take nope. the Coyotes? I don't want the Coyotes. Can we okay. talk about their I, arena I'm, deal now, how they're counter-suing? I'm, the, I'm the reader guy here. I'll give my take on the Blues, which is the last team. Okay, well, I give the Coyotes, honestly. It's tough because they were supposed to be bad. They were bad. But then they were also really good at home, which is they all that really matters. crazy good at home. Because you just want to perform in front of your fans. So I kind of want to give them A-. minus. Okay. They were bad. They obviously weren't as bad as you'd want them to be to get the best chance at Bedard. Yep. But they made entertaining hockey. And that arena that everybody made fun of is one of the hardest arenas to play in. Very so true. I give them an A minus. All right. Next up, this is a weird team. The Philadelphia Flyers. Jake, how do you feel about the Flyers? Man, the Flyers are such a weird team to try to break down because they're this team where it's like every year for the last decade, I feel like they've thought they're better than they are. Yep. <laughs> and it was was really like last season when they realized how bad they are. And then they went out and they were better than we thought they were going to be. <laughs> like I literally thought these guys were going to finish dead last. I mean, they finished dead last in power play percentage. They they were horrendous on the power play this year because they really don't have any goal scorers on their team. They don't team. have any fucking superstars. Yeah. They just have John Tortorella, who plays a very safe, structured yeah. style of hockey, which is designed to beat bad teams. But unfortunately, they just didn't have that superstar talent to take them over the top. So for me, grading this team has to be the most difficult one. But I think I'm going to have to give them a C+. Okay. 
because they weren't bad enough to the point where they actually have a legitimate shot at, at Connor Bedard, but they weren't good enough to surprise everyone and make the playoffs. Yep. So it's almost like this season is a bit of a Minnesota Wild-esque season, right? Where they're just kind of floating in the middle of the pack. It's almost like it sucks that they brought in a coach that kept them from being as bad as they should have been. All right, this next team. F. F minus. <laughs> this next team. You fucking suck, you morons. <laughs> I want everyone's opinion on this next team. Marcus, why don't you start with the Vancouver Canucks? <laughs> we, we went over it. We were a decade into a non-rebuild. It didn't work. We told you it wouldn't work. You fired the guy that told you it wouldn't work, who had the roadmap to do it the right way, and it didn't work. This is entirely their own fault. They promised us playoffs. They missed again. F minus. Alex? <laughs> and, and they're not bad enough to get Bedard. It's F minus. It, it's really tough. No, it's not. It is. Because F minus. <laughs> you see how good they are <laughs> when we have Demko back. And we didn't have Demko for a good chunk of the start of the season. True, but in a lot of those games, we were heavily getting outshot. I, I do agree. I, I, I'm not saying, like, maximum I'd give them is, like, a C because they were really bad at the start, and then once they realized that they weren't going to be a good team, they started playing good. Yeah. They did have injuries throughout the season, and that is why they didn't play so good. But just, like, the decisions that were made and this and that, it's it's a C season. The only thing I disagree with you on is that Demko didn't get injured until the end of November. Yeah, but he was. I think he was hurt. The he whole was season. playing yeah. injured. Though. That's what I mean. I don't know. I, I, it's part of me thinks that he's still injured, and I think you mentioned that actually. Yeah, you I, had an astute observation there in in the the game we played against yeah. a team. Yeah, I don't remember what game it was. Me they, either. They lost in overtime. It was against though. the Flames. It, it was, was the Flames, Flames game. That's it was right. the Flames because he was laying down after yeah. every goal. But every I think single because he was upset. He was sad. He's sad. I need to, I need His to lay team down. was not helping him at all. He's like that a soccer game. player. Well, Every time he gets scored on, he just flops on the ice. Well, his his injuries have been in his hips, correct? Yeah. 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 And so, like, a lot of keeping your body upright when you're down like that is in the hips. And so I think there's probably a lot of damage there. And so he's having a hard time keeping his upper body up while he's down. And so that's why he keeps falling over. Yeah. That's my observation, what I think. Um, with all that being said, though, I... I still kind of agree more with Marcus here. Like we've talked about it at nausea. I mean, that's the point of this podcast, right? Is to yeah. talk about it. And the fact is, is that they had a goal when they came to into the season. Did they reach the goal? Obviously not. When the goal shifted, did they adapt to that? No, they did not. So they failed at their original goal. And then they failed at making an adaptation to, uh, you know, maybe achieve a different one. It's been a train wreck on top of a dumpster fire. And this season is one that I'm looking forward to forgetting about. Agreed. Come draft day. Come draft lottery day. I am going to be looking forward to the future and hopefully forgetting about everything that has happened up to this point since I graduated high school. <laughs> yeah. Because it has been pretty miserable. Um, so. What, one more quick point because you, you brought up something there. That you're right they, about adapting to the change. When they realized they weren't going to make the playoffs. What did they do? They bought at the trade deadline. They went from being a bottom five team in the NHL to now almost like 10th, 11th, 12th because they bought at the deadline. It was just, you, you were, I just mean to say you're very correct when you say they didn't adapt. They didn't see we suck, let's suck. They went, we suck, let's try to maybe not suck so bad. Great, now you don't get anything out of sucking. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so what's your letter grade, Jake? Like I said, I agree with Marcus. So I, I, I don't okay. see how it isn't an F. All right. I'm going to give my opinion on this one. Oh, God. This is If this has any shred of positivity. It does. Oh. I, God, I you're do the think, worst. I do think there was a lot of injury on this team. And we all know the Canucks are never going to be a team that rebuilds. So I, I kind of I, I have to weigh that into to what they did this season. They traded Bo Horvat. They got a bunch of good things for it. Then they traded that pick and brought in Philip Peronik, which is somebody who's going to help the future of like the near future of this team. So, so I do like that. They also went and signed half the NCAA. <laughs> Which, which has a which actually had some good players. Yeah, I will traded, give you that. They traded for Kratzoff, which was a very low risk, high reward type trade. So there, there are a few little things that they did. Plus, like with all the injuries they had all year, they're still in a position to get Connor Bedard. Not a very great position, but still a position. So I'm going to give him a B minus. Wow. Whoa. That's that's. A terrible... I was being generous with a C. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So, also, these these last two teams, you have to take both of them. Both of them? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you do. You have to take both. <laughs> All right. So next up, you guys will be hearing from me about the Washington Capitals. This this is a team I have a very hard time of um, giving a letter grade because the team is getting older. Obviously, they're falling off a bit. But the owner has straight up said that he's not going to rebuild. He's not going to change, like, the core of this team because he wants Ovechkin to score. He wants him to get his goals. He wants to. So, like, I can respect that aspect of the thing, of, of things. Obviously, going into the season, I didn't think they were going to be a fantastic team. I also didn't think they would be a terrible team. I thought they'd be a playoff fringe team, and they did a little worse. So I am going to give them a C-ish. A C, yeah, we're gonna go with a C, but um, yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at with them because they they can't really do too much to like tank and do a rebuild because it's gonna screw Ovechkin's chances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ovechkin gets an A as an individual like, <laughs> for being like 37 years old and still just ripping 35 goal seasons. Yeah, he is an animal. All right, next up, <clears throat> the St. Louis Blues. And usually they're not eliminated this early, but. Well, I mean, we've got a week until the playoffs start. That's not terrible. Yeah, usually they're in the playoffs, all right? Come on. No, okay, <laughs> fair, fair. But uh, I do like what they did. They saw the fact that they're not going to to make it into the playoffs. So they traded Ryan O'Reilly. They traded Vladimir Tarasenko. They brought in picks. Um, <clears throat> Do I think there's more they could have done? Absolutely. This team has way too many high-end defensive caps on it that are a lot of older players as well. So I'm going to give the Blues a C plus. I don't know if any of you guys agree or disagree, but that's kind of where I, I sit sit with them. They get an F because they traded O'Reilly to the Leafs, and I don't want the Leafs to go anywhere. Well, And then he <laughs> got there, and then Matthews took a shot and broke his freaking yeah. hand. Well, he's oh, back, though. Can we know. talk about Matt Duchesne losing his fucking finger? Wait, his sure. whole finger came off? No, yeah. No, 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 no just no. like the top of it. it. It hit, like, the tip of his finger, and I think it took the nail, and then the nail cut into his finger and took that part off. When, uh, he, when he took his glove off, his finger was still in the glove. 
Or part no. of his finger. <laughs> like I said, it hit the top. Like, the bottom of his finger is still there. It's just, like, where the nail is. I think the puck hit his fingernail, and then it drove his fingernail down his finger, and then, oh. like, oh. shaved the top off. Oh, Jesus. God, no. That's not what I heard at all. I heard, like, well, part... I, that's what I saw, but... Okay, yeah. well... <laughs> well, that's what, I was, that's what I was so confused about. It was, like, because it was a puck that hit his hand, mm. and then his finger fell off. His finger didn't fall off. No, 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 but that's what it says. That's what it says. Yeah, like, that every, no every headline has yeah. said that. Yeah, but now that you explain that it's the nail that just trimmed the top of it, that makes yeah. way Ooh, more sense. That's still a hurt. That, that makes my finger I feel finger like I'd rather hurt. have my finger fall off than have my <laughs> nail rip through. Yeah, go like a razor blade up my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of clickbait titles, I saw a clickbait title about Bedard, and it was Connor, <laughs> Connor Bedard is refusing to play for this team. And like Nashville Predators. <laughs> and like when you think about it, you think like, oh, you know, like Eric Lindros style thing, right? And what the story was is apparently at the WHL deadline, the Kamloops Blazers inquired about Bedard and said, oh. what would it take to get him? Uh, yeah, and, every draft pick you have for the next decade. Yeah. And um and what he said was he said he didn't want to play for any other team but the Pats. So I wonder why that is. So just like the Pats are paying him. <laughs> right. Probably no, but, the amount of money he brings in, there's oh, no cha yeah. chance that he's not getting paid under the table. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of neat. How like that clickbait title was so different from what I saw it was. Anyway, yeah. yeah. What were we talking about? Matt Duchesne's finger. Oh, right. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> he now only has nine practically I, I think he'll survive. Oh yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that is it for the elimination report and the elimination yeah. of Matt Duchesne's finger. We'll have to like stay on top of <laughs> the elimination of his finger. Man, that's another good title of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I think Alex is better though. Yeah, oh, the, the Wiggles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Is that speaking, that's it for the teams? That, that, have been that is it. But that's great. Speaking of Alex, I kind of want to hear what he has to say about anything. <laughs> <laughs> you got brewing over there, buddy. Thoughts. <laughs> you just want you just want my thoughts. Thoughts. Alex's thoughts. We want all your thoughts. Uh, let me pull up the list. <laughs> we call them. Yeah. We got three thoughts me. today. Good. Uh, yeah. A, back to a full roster <laughs> yeah. of yeah. thoughts. No, no particular order. Okay. Uh, first one. Salt and vinegar chips. Who buys them? <laughs> Me. They're the best. No, they're not. No. Miss Vicky's so salt bad. and vinegar chips are so good. No, Miss so Vicky's originals. Bad. There's no. no chip brand. Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar chips. That doesn't chips. sell four better flavors of chips than salt and vinegar. For this me, disagree. Salt and vinegar chips are the chips that are always there that nobody wants. <laughs> nobody eats they're them, but they're, they're always there. You know who eats them? Who eats them? Women. Do they? Yeah. Mm. I've noticed that before a lot. Women go after the salt and vinegar chips. Trying to say I'm I don't a woman? Know. They're, <laughs> I don't see the point of them. They hurt Identify when you eat. Identify as a salt and vinegar they chip. They hurt when you eat them. Wait, do you I just mean Miss Vicky's now? They, they no, do no. ruin the top of your mouth. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they, they, so, I, like, I don't understand acidic. that. Why? Like, so I, I never mouth I, up. I, oh, okay. If you have like more than five, like you're done. Well, that sounds awful. Exactly. I don't Stop know why buying they make them. them. They're so good. Anyways, okay. Uh, the second one are nunchucks. Who's pulling up to a fight with nunchucks? Why are they a thing? It's an intimidation yeah, it's like, factor. No, bro. you're going to pull up with nunchucks. <laughs> 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 I 
I'd be like, and the guy's just gonna be like, what? Like, I'd be I'm like, just gonna I'm, kick yeah. you. Also, like when they had nunchucks, they also had like swords, right? Yeah, it's just like or like, so bat- like or like batons or whatever. No, but like are. every sword is gonna be the nunchuck. <laughs> yeah, unless you put your sword out and they nunchuck it away. It, it looks <laughs> cool. Nunchuck it away. <laughs> like nunchucks look cool. Like I saw some guy doing some crazy stuff. Oh, like the TikTok that. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I saw that too. Think of it. Yeah. But I was like, his face imagine was really doing weird. that, pulling up to a fight, and then the guy just got like brass knuckles. <laughs> like you're just like, yeah, but if that guy connects with the nunchuck, yeah, no, he's gonna, gonna hurt. break your arm before you get no. a punch in. Oh, a nunchuck yes. is not breaking your arm. Oh, dude, these things are solid. No, bro. a nunchuck is not breaking. Okay, th- it's only useful if you know how to use them. That's can, the thing. can we test this theory? If I buy nunchucks, can I hit your arm as hard as I can? If I can hit you with brass knuckles after I after <laughs> I hit your arm. Okay, yeah. All right. With the arm that has the. Actually, nunchuck. I don't know if I'm gonna make this with you because you'll actually buy nunchucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone in the car, we're going to Guilford Center. <laughs> oh, God damn. I know a guy. <laughs> hey. Okay. And uh, the last one. Um, oh, do you God. know who uh, UC Soros' dad is? Mr. Soros? I don't know his do name. Do you know his no. first name? I don't know. Ducey. I want you guys just to take a guess at L- his first Lil name. Lil Soros. Cersei. <laughs> Lil Soros? <laughs> that's Lil Soros Sr. That's his rapper name. Okay. Lil Sar. It's Pekka Soros. Shut no up. way. Shut up. No, it's no not. Pekka Soros. Why is this not a way more talked about yeah, it's thing? It's Pekka Soros, and he is also a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find his height. I was looking everywhere. Three foot and under league. Jesus. (laughs) Starting center. Pekka Soros. That's great. I'm so glad. How is that not something? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, fuck. He's a basketball official. Oh, Oh, Ah, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't find his height anywhere. That's what I was looking for. Finnish basketball official. Pekka Soros. Wow. I thought that was so funny that his name's Pekka. Yeah. Yeah, I I find it almost crazy that like... You don't know that, or like I was that, worried that yeah, you would know. Some, that. Well, some, I mean, I don't some know that Preds, Preds fan, fan you are. Yeah, Jesus, your know. two favorite goalies. Yeah. Oh no, he was a basketball official and a player. Oh, okay, okay, good, okay. okay. Your two it. favorite goalies are literally merged yeah. into UC's dad. Pekarene <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is his dad. He's probably both. Yeah. He's probably like ah, you get my first name, you get my last name. <laughs> Fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> done. <laughs> that's such oh, a cool that's fact. A, that's a yeah, great right? thought. It, yeah. uh, I don't know what made me think of it, but I was like, yeah. How did that come across? Like, how did you, how did you, know, you just look that? it out? Know, Alex then, is like, you see Saros's dad. Yeah, <laughs> like, no way. I wanted to try to find his height just to like, see if like, he oh, was so, just, also if he just comes from a family of short yeah. people. Right. So then I searched up Pekka Saros's height and then, the first article that came up was Soros standing tall in Predator's Net. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Very clever. Pekka Soros. Are they playing mini sticks again? Yeah. Those are fantastic thoughts. Those are some thoughts right there. Love it. Thoughts. Well, Freck. Three <laughs> thoughts with Alex Smith. That, that is great. And if you guys have any thoughts, <laughs> you can you can reach us at VancouverBoysPodcast at gmail.com or on any of our socials. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch at Vancouver Boys Podcast, or on Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. I've also made a Twitter. I see, and oh. I decided to commit to the meme. I am Vancouver. Sorry, I am Canucks Videos underscore. <laughs> oh really? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Canucks funny. Videos was taken. So, oh really? By yeah. me because I went actually. Same <laughs> with I'll, my- sell, I'll sell you the rights to it. 
<laughs> no, seriously, my now Instagram, Twitch, no, not Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter are all Canucks videos underscore. There you go. Yeah. You want the rights to all of them? Hotter grand. <laughs> one day, one day. Yeah. Uh, fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Use Vancouver Boys promo code on Best Snap. Yes, do that. <laughs> Please. All right. That was fun. Do we have anything else we want to say? That's nothing. There's nothing else. No, I nothing think else. I think you just <laughs> You just gotta fucking hurry up and take us out of this goddamn episode so I can go to bed. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace. <laughs> you gotta you gotta do something. Come watch us on Twitch. You did. I didn't think of it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I thought that was good. Size? Yeah. (laughs) Size? Yeah. Sigh. Did you not just sigh? Yeah, you said size. Unless you say something like definitive, you kind of get lost in the sound. Yeah, you got to do something. Of the outro. Bye. Does that work? I don't know. Give me a word, quick. Wiggles. Oh, what's the Wiggles theme song? Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> okay, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do.